Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Preview Podcast. I'm Mitch Lewis from Form Guy Breakdowns and I'm back to take you through the Morfittville meeting this Saturday the 9th of December. So this meeting this weekend is headlined by the Christmas Handicap, the listed Christmas Handicap over the 1200 metres for the sprinters. So that's going to be a handy little race. Um, we'll work all our way through to the card, car race by race get through to that, um, touch on some of the better races that we're keener to play on as we go. So firstly, let's get into these conditions that we're faced with Saturday. So look, it's going to be a little bit tough to predict. It's currently a good for the track, but there's rain forecast through Friday and in particularly Saturday morning and into the afternoon. So rain during the meeting can be tricky. Uh, It can make it play a little bit, I don't know, sort of heavier than what you've expected or what the rating is. So look, to be honest, we're probably going to have to bet a little bit on the fly. If you're doing your form, I think you're definitely going to want to target horses with at least soft track form because that's where I think the track will get to Saturday. And you probably just need to adjust on the fly come race day. I'd imagine if it's wet enough, most of these runners are going to come off the rail and avoid the inside lane. So that's what we're looking at. Um, I'd look at a guess off six plus. Um, be prepared to adjust any bets on the fly. Rail's out four metres. We know that the track generally, the main track generally plays pretty evenly. So I don't think that rail position is going to make a huge difference in the day. So race one, this is a 1,000 metre two-year-old race. Uh, smallish field, there hasn't been a scratching come out, uh, but I'm going to be with number five, Wolfgang, in this race, the visitor for Lloyd Kennewell and Lucy Yeomans. Look, this horse has had a race, it raced down the straight at Flemington. I like that it's got race experience. I don't mind barrier one early in the day, so he's got the race experience edge on him. I think he should be winning this race. I think his only real main danger is number three, Dancing Storm for the Jollies, so... Dancing Storm looked pretty good at some trials. Barrier 2, I'm expecting the race is going to be between these two. So, look, play with them as you will. Um, Outside of that, I think some of the others are going to be up against it. So, um, look, if I had to toss one in, I'd say Hardleaf. Um, Barrier 3 looked okay in a trial. But, yeah, this race is going to be between the 5 and the 3. And I think the 5 with race experience should have the edge. On to race two now, um, a 1,200-metre maiden. Look, in all honesty, it's not a race I'm super keen to get involved in. Nothing really jumps out at the page to me, but the horse that I've put on top in this race is number 11, uh, Manuka Boy. Uh, look, he's been okay. He's placed in his last two. Barrier three, up on the speed, Dom Tenor, Travis Dowdle, good combination. I think he looks the best of this bunch, uh, but like I said, not super appealing to me. Outside of that, I thought number one, Fox Howe. The visitor could show a sight. Um, haven't seen stacks of him at the trials. But, yep, he's a visitor coming across looking for an easier race. And also number seven, Sports Beat, potentially. He's placed in his last two as well. Could go close. Like I said, I'm not super keen on this race. Um, the 11 on top, but without much confidence at all. On to race three, a BM75 over the 1,600 metres now. A smallish field, so... Not really getting a lot of value in the race, and I'm not super keen to play again due to the value, but I thought number two, Midnight Mass, he looks the one again. I think he'll be pretty hard to beat. He was pretty good winning last start. Um, That's three out of his last four, so from barrier four, I think he'll be hard to beat. His main danger is potentially number five, set to profit, who I thought ran pretty good at the Clare Cup on Sunday, but backs up here. And then the visitor number three, Typhoon Harmony. Typhoon Harmony... It's probably going to lead. If, if you're seeing a little bit of a leader's bias by this stage of the day, 
he might be the one, but yeah, again, I don't think there's stacks of value in this race, so we'll let this one go through as well. Race four, now this is a 2,500 metre BM80. It's also not a big field, but look, number one, Hustler Fiorente. I think he's a bit of a veteran now, um, but he's going pretty good. His recent form lines have been quite good. He was a winner in a BM78 recently over this trip, and then he ran fifth in the... um, finals day one oh what's that called the skybo series final so look i think he gets his chance i think his main danger is the two ammo or more ammo or more was sixth in the skybo i just think hustler fiorente's recent form is a little bit stronger than ammo or more's and then outside of that potentially canford can rock up a his best was good enough but we haven't seen it for a little while now so if he does wind the clock back maybe a year he'll go pretty close but he wouldn't surprise me at all particularly on a heavy track if it gets to that stage so on to race five, this is an 1,100-metre BM68 for the Phillies and Mares. Now, one of the better bets comes up in this race, and it's number two, Zabella, for the Stokes team. I like the setup for Zabella first up. She's a winner first up. She's going to jump, go forwards from barrier three and be in a very good position. Now, I'm just watching a little bit how wet it's going to be. Her, her soft track record isn't outstanding. She's only had two starts and hasn't missed the placings, but... Potentially, if we get to that heavy range, it's a little bit of an unknown, so I just want to wait and have a see to Saturday if I want to have a bet. If she's a massive drifter in the market, I think we get away from her and just let her go for today because, you know, a horse like number four, Rose Ring, who I think can be a danger, is going to be up there on the speed as well and has one on a heavy, so that's the sort of thing I'm looking for. If there's any major market moves where people want to jump away from Zabella, I'm probably not going to be keen to play because that, to me, would indicate... Um, it's probably not going to handle the tracks. But at this stage, Zabella's one of the better bets of the day. Uh, she's a winner first up. She maps really well. I think she'll go close. Four Rose Rings of Danger also maps pretty well. Was a winner first up. Has one on a heavy track, so they're all positives. And then outside of that, number one, I am a page three girl for Henry Dwyer. Two from two in its career. Uh, second up here now. Wouldn't surprise me at all, the visitor, but it is stepping slightly up in grade, so... Like I said, at this stage, we're going to be with Zabella, and we're just waiting to see anything happening Saturday morning. On to race six now. This is a 15-14 metre BM68, so spit that one out. That's a good one. Look, I'm not super keen in the race. The horse I've put on top's number five, Miss Kermy, for the Stokes team. We were with Miss Kermy two starts back when she was a winner. Um, she drops in grade here today. Look, I think the last run was forgivable. She got trapped out wide from a wider barrier. She's got barrier five here today. She will be up on the speed, and there's not as much speed in this race as there was last start, so I think she gets her chance here today to improve off that last run. I think she'll get a much better run in this race. I thought main dangers-wise, number one, Apache Star, the stable mate. She's got a good record over this trip. She won over the mile last start, and now she drops back down to the 1,500 metres where, yeah, she's won two out of four, so she'll be up on the speed as well. She'll probably track um, Miss Kermy, uh, but that's okay. I still think Miss Kermy potentially shades her with a little bit of a weight advantage. And then outside of those two, oh, Master at Arms, uh, he could, he might, he would surprise me. Oh, let's be fair to say, he was a big price winner two starts back, and then he's coming back down in grade now. But look, if he gets the right run, if if the other two leaders go at each other, he's going to be back in the field. If he can make ground, I think he's going to be in a good position. But you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, his best can pop up and surprise. That's what I'm getting at. So we move quickly along to race seven. This is an 1100 meter zero to 68 for the Colts and Geldings. Uh, one of the better bets in the race in the for the day comes up here, and that's number three Bristler for the Richards Moyle team. So I think Bristler's form has been pretty good 
this prep. Uh, his form from last prep would really stack up. So if he does find his best, you know he's capable. He's run third in his last two races over the 1,000 metres, both around horses like Wack and Jajar and Press Down. So it's pretty strong form lines for him. Barrier eight, but there's not a lot of speed on. So I think he'll probably push forwards and find a position. If it is wet like we're expecting and they want to come away from the rail, that potentially suits him as well. And he's had four starts on a soft track. He's won two of those and placed in another two. So... I'm not too worried that he won't be able to handle the wet. He's about 2.20 now. I think that's about right. I think he's worth a bet, Bristler. He's probably going to be my best bet of the day. I thought a danger to him was a horse like number two, All Beans, for Justin Pickering. So his last three runs have been really good. He's won two of them, and he was second in the other by about a length. Look, he, he drops in grade for this. He's going to find it slightly easier in that sense, but he, he's getting up there a little bit in the weights now. A heavy track potentially suits him. He likes a heavy, um, he's just a consistent type. Barrier 9, he might need a little bit of luck, but he's going really well, so I think you have to include him. And then a horse like um, number 4, Seville as well, is probably a threat. Doesn't mind a wet track. Would go pretty close with a lightweight on his back as well. So they're the main dangers, but I'm pretty keen to be with Bristler in this race. I think he gets it done. So now race 8, this is the feature, the listed Christmas handicap over the 1,200 metres. Look, I really like this race. I think it's a really good race. I could just about make a case for a few of these, well, for majority of the field, to be honest. It depends what way you want to look, but it's going to be a great race to watch. For me, I'm sticking with number five, Validated. I think if he gets it right, he could probably be the best sprinter in South Australia. He's not too far away from that. Um, he just got the job done last start, so this is maybe slightly harder now, or it definitely is. It's a step up in grade, but... With the right runs, I think he goes close, and there's going to be enough speed on that hopefully sets him up. So he's had some good market support. His record here at the track, he's had three starts. Sorry, track and distance. He's had two starts, one, two. Um, over the distance, he's had five starts, one, four. Uh, it's a good setup for him. Uh, we haven't seen him on a heavy track, but he has won twice on a soft, so I'm not too concerned. So Validated goes on top in this race for me. He's going to be back. Um, storming over the top, making some ground up late. So will number 11, Wack and JJ, who's been going really well as well. Won three in a row for the new stable since um, he's joined the Stokes team. Yeah, obviously one throw, she's won three in a row. Two from three on the soft. The risk with both of these horses is if they get too far back and leave too much to do late, but they're both going really well. Um, it's going to be exciting to watch. I thought number 13, Walk Like an Angel, um, she was absolutely impressive on uh, the finals day when she won her final. I think it was the Rebel Raider. She gave nothing a chance, and she was one of the fastest closing horses for the day. Well, run at one of the biggest figures, I should say. She's got no weight on her back. If she gets her own way out in front, she could potentially pinch it. Um, barrier six, I think there are faster horses in the race, so it be interesting to see where she's going to get, but I definitely think she's a massive chance. And then you've got horses like Bo Rosser, who's group placed back in his day. He'd have to wind the clock back a little bit, but wouldn't really surprise me. Um, you've got a horse like Lord Vladivostok. Uh, he was a commanding winner first up here at Morfittville, but the 1,200 metres doesn't really suit him, but he wouldn't be a shock at $20. Struck by is nominated at Ballarat as well, but um, up on speed from barrier four, potentially gets a good run. Morvada always goes forward and runs well. Starlight Valley's going to go forwards. Magic Max is $20. His best form would be good enough to win this. The Visitor Prairie Flower, like, you can make heaps of cases for heaps of these horses. So, a really good race. Um, we're sticking with Validated. He did the job for us two weeks ago. I think he can win again as long as he gets a clear run. 
Um, if you think the track's favouring leaders by this stage of the day, look, oh, the leader that I think is probably going to run away with the race potentially could be Starlight Valley. Yeah, I think um, if you think the track's a leader's track, I'd probably be backing Starlight Valley. But validate everything even validated, hopefully he does the job. Uh, race 9 now, lucky last for us. It's another race I'm reasonably keen to have a bet in. So this is a 1,200 metre Class 2. Uh, number 6, Nasho. So... Nasho, he was fifth yeah, behind Walk Like Elaine and Angel in that Rebel Raider Series final. His form prior to that was pretty good. He's been in some of the stronger heats in the lead-up to that race. He was second behind Santastico, who's been going really well. He's going to find this much easier than some of those races, or the field much easier, that I should say. So, uh, barrier one, he'll be up on the speed. He's had some good market support early. I think he's going to get his chance here. We haven't seen him on a heavy track, but he's trained there at Strathalbum, so I think... I think he'll be fine. I'm reasonably confident he'll be fine. Uh, Next, I thought, number two, Kalasek for the Jollies. Same thing. Kalasek was third in the same race. Nasho was fifth in. I just think Nasho gets a little bit better set up here today. Kalasek's drawn out in barrier seven, and Nasho's got the inside run, which probably suits him. Uh, And then number one, La Defense has won two in a row now. One first up at Gawler, beat a horse called Jazafair. That form's been frank. Jazafair's come out and won again, so that horse is going well enough. I, I... Took it on last time. I didn't think it would be able to step up, but it did beat All Beans. Um, so that's a good form reference. Why I'm a little bit thrown off today is Barrier 11. I've, potentially it's a messy race and you're going to have horses like Nasho and the Grey King that you need to catch. But Nasho on top for us to finish the day there at Morpherville. So that's our nine race run through there at Morpherville. I'll go through the quaddy first before we get into the best bet. So... Quaddy, here we go, bring it up, leg one. So leg one, race number six, we're going to throw in one Apache Star, three Chips On, four Master at Arms, and five Miss Kermy. Uh, we come to race seven now, so I've had to cut some fat somewhere, and I've got a few horses in leg three for the Christmas stakes, so we're going one out here. We're thinking Bristler's going to get the job done, number three. If you wanted to throw another one in, I'd consider throwing in two All Beans, but... For me, I'm happy to have the one-out play on my best bet of the day. So that's number three, Bristler, in the second leg. So leg three now, the champion, uh, champions, Christmas stakes. Seven horses in this, so number one, Bo Rosser. Number three, Struck By. Number five, Validated. Number six, Starlight Valley. Number seven, Magic Max. Number 11, Whack and JJ. And number 13, Walk Like an Angel. So gunning for a bit of value in that leg. And then lucky last leg, we're going to throw in horses number one, La Defense, two, Kalasek, three, San Lucido, and number six, Nasho. Um, so for the one-out quaddy with Bristler, it cost you $112, but if you threw in a horse like All Beans, it would cost you 256 So reasonable quaddies if we do get value in that third leg, the Christmas stakes. Best bets, so three bets. I will go to Ballarat. I've only got one at Ballarat for Ballarat Cup Day. So at Ballarat Cup Day, race six, number 16, Divine Purpose is our best bet there. Um, Slightly down in grade, still light at the weights. It's potentially going to be a wet track there as well, so handles all conditions. I think that horse gets it done for the Moody team. And then three best bets here at Morfordville. We're going to go number five, Oh, number five, race five, number two, Zabella. Race seven, number three, Bristler. And race nine, number six, Nasho. So just the three. Like I've said, though, I'd be keeping an eye on 
conditions. Just see how we go through the day for any biases or anything like that. So rain, rain during the meeting is the trick. And that's it from us this week. So thank you for tuning in. Good luck this weekend if you're having a bet. And if you are having a bet, please remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having trouble, you can call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or you can look them up online at gamblinghelp.org. Thanks again and good luck.